on the days where things don't go well and I think, oh goodness, are we going to be around in five, 10 years? It really isn't the idea of a payout, of a paycheck, of a big paycheck at the end of this. What strikes me when I am most reflective is I want my children to see how hard I'm working. Mm. I want my children to see the persistence that I get back up and I keep going. My dream would be to build something that is a legacy that I can say I created that wherever it goes and whether I'm involved or not down the road, but that, you know, we solved a problem and we built something that lasts. That's Kerry Roberts, co-founder of Everripe. On today's episode, welcome back to Bucket List Careers, the podcast. I'm Crystal Laurie. Thanks for joining. Carrie started out working for big corporations like Kraft and Mars Foods, always a health and wellness person, once a spin instructor. And she came to a point where she wanted to do more to fuel people well and more easily, especially once she became a mom. She's also one who admits she doesn't love spending hours prepping meals in the kitchen, but still prioritizes nutrition. In this episode, Carrie shares how she and her partner launched Everripe on a mission to take the produce aisle to your pantry through shelf-stable smoothies. And we get into what it took to walk away from her big brand experience to make clean eating truly doable. Let's listen. Carrie, it's so great to have you on Bucket List Careers. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I knew this would be fun because we have some mutual friends who recommend you so highly, but I want to say also, I'm very interested in your products because being a busy mom of three, and really everyone's busy, whether you're a parent or not, being able to clean and feed your family in an efficient way is so appealing. But also I find your journey and your choices to be just right up the alley of bucket list careers. So perfect fit for the show. Let's start with whatever Ripe offers, number one, and what really lights you up about what you're doing? Sure. So Everripe, our mission is to try to take the produce aisle to your pantry so that it's really easy to eat clean. If you're like most of us, we have the best intentions and we buy all this produce, right? And by Friday, you've got wilted lettuce and furry berries. And so my business partner and I realized that there's a technology that exists that takes produce at their peak vitality, locks in all of the nutrients and makes them shelf stable, which means they can store in your pantry for months and months and months. And it's a really underutilized technology that has massive, massive opportunity for impact. And it's called freeze drying. And quite frankly, it's so hard to think about the fact that over half of the fruits and vegetables that are produced on the planet go to waste. And yet people are hungry. And mostly freeze drying right now is used to feed astronauts. I actually have a little bowl here. So we are ever right. This is our superfood smoothie kit stores in your pantry. And inside this bowl is all of your freeze-dried fruits that still look and taste just like the raspberries and blueberries and the mangoes. And then we've added some superfoods so that you can get all of that sort of extra boosters that you might get at a juice bar. Right. And you just blend that up with a cup of ice and a cup of water. And for a mom like me who does not enjoy the kitchen, I have no talent. I have no confidence in the kitchen. <laughs> Never would sounds ever. familiar, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know, I want to feel proud that I'm feeding my family well, yeah. but I can't slow down between work and you know soccer practice after school, 
whatever it is the kids have on the go. I have one really picky eater and this is our peace offering. So he's a smoothie fanatic and I'm okay if he eats chicken nuggets for dinner and this is what goes beside his plate. Right. It's such a balance and time saver as well. And for those of us who obviously can't see what you just showed me, the color of what you freeze dried is so perfect and, and ripe. And that is really a big part of what this technology has achieved is freezing it at the optimal time. Exactly. Well, let's dial it back to how you found your co-founder, however ripe began. I know you arrived at this bucket list career stage after a totally different career, but you've always been interested in human behavior. So let's talk origins for you, Carrie. I like to say I'm an accidental entrepreneur because I think there's a lot of wonderful stories of people who were wired that way from the beginning. I think when I think back to my wiring, it really is exactly as you said about why people do the things they do. So I think at the core, I'm just intensely curious. And when I think of my career over the years, I followed my nose based on that insight, which is why do people do the things that they do? So I started in marketing and trying to understand communications and what do you say to convince someone to do the thing that, that you want them to do, Right. buy the product, the service, whatever it might be. And you were working at big companies like Kraft and Mars. That's and right. That's right. That's how you started out in a very large corporate setting very large corporate setting. And while I think it's fantastic training ground early in my career, the rigor and everything that you learn from it is incredible and I wouldn't trade it. I wanted more proximity to the people that were making the decisions. And okay, I left the marketing career to go to marketing, but in a retail organization. And I thought, ah, oh, if I can be in the stores and see the people, well, then I'll understand better that human behavior. And Retail was like a complete 180. It's fast paced. They often don't have time for the rigor and the insight and the learning. And then I, again, kind of following my nose to what makes people tick, I found myself really falling in love with consumer insights and focus groups and surveys and understanding insights. So jumped ship from retail and went into a consulting group that just focuses on the whys. Hmm. and spent over 10 years doing focus groups and surveys and really helping brands with what makes them special, what consumers want, how to make an emotional connection. And so I was doing that, went from a consulting firm to a freelance basis. And then again, followed my nose through a mutual introduction to a friend who had this concoction he was a smoothier himself and found the fresh routine of making a smoothie so cumbersome, but wanted to eat healthy. And he just thought that there has to be something in this space. Yeah. The discovery process led them to freeze drying, which is the Eureka. And we got on the phone and I listened to his passion. He's based in Toronto. So I flew up there from New York and I conducted some focus groups and I watched the faces around the table light up when they realized that they too could eat really well without the effort and the energy. And that was the moment I became an entrepreneur <laughs> in that moment. Yeah. I said to him, listen, I think you have a really big idea here. All my experience." food and with brands and with consumers, I think this could be huge. 
would you take me on as a partner? You had told me that you were going out there just because you thought you were doing some marketing on a project, but it grew based on what you saw and the vision that you had. And in a way, you pitched being a co-founder with him. Like, is that how it happened? I mean, good for you. Talk about initiative. Exactly. I mean, we clicked. There was a lot of just mutual chemistry and respect. We complimented each other really well. When I saw the consumer reaction to his concept, I realized the business opportunity that was there and the white space. Yeah, a few meetings in, a few workshops in where I had led workshops with a team of his. I just gently asked if he would be willing to take me on more seriously. And we've been ride or die partners through it all since. And you've always been a health and wellness person. You were also a spin instructor, correct? I was. So your passion has definitely played into the creation of Everripe. Were you always hoping to find something like this? Do you think it was in the back of your head germinating or... Did this just evolve? Not, I don't believe in luck per se, but did this evolve all your choices together in a way that has merged your passion and career? I think so. And, you know, on the point of luck, I, I tend to think that if you keep your mind and heart open to opportunities, they lay themselves out in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so when I say I followed my nose, I think I just started to pay attention to what fired me up what I was passionate about. Right. And instead of following a plan, being open to opportunities sometimes can lead you in places that you never would have expected. So the tension between here I was a fitness instructor in my spare time while working at these big consumer packaged goods firms, peddling food that I wasn't sure I wanted to feed my own kids. Ah, there you go. So something in that wasn't totally working for you. Yeah. Once I had kids, and realized this wasn't the way I wanted to nurture and nourish them. The healthy side and and the the mom side really connected, and yet still I have no talent in the kitchen. So if there were more (laughs) products like this one, if if we could do this for every other homemade meal. (laughs) Right, right. And maybe we will get there someday with the technology you're talking about. But I want to go back to the co-founder aspect to your partnership. And you have told me that you think that is so valuable How has that actually empowered you in terms of navigating the pandemic or any roadblocks at all? Well, and I'm sure you hear this from almost all of your entrepreneurs, but it is a roller coaster of a journey. And, you know, you can have incredible highs and incredible lows, even on the same day. And so having someone who is right there, lockstep in that emotional journey with you, it's kind of like parenting. You know, those, those moments when you're parenting and sometimes you're at your wit's end and your partner kind of can step in and take over. I, I feel like with a business, one of my favorite quotes are, you know, you need a partner because you're going to quit on different days. And so, <laughs> so as long as those days don't overlap, right. you've still got a business that's trucking forward and you've got somebody who can pick you up, dust you off, set you back on track on the days where you're in the dumps. You know, they can remind you of the vision and the purpose and the higher order goal, really. So I don't think I would do this. I don't think I would still be here standing without a co-founder. And you two are both Canadian. Do you feel that your personalities also really clicked? And I think that that's got to be part of the formula of co-founders that work. Yeah, there is some stat about the amount of businesses that fall apart because of co-founder 
challenges. Mm-hmm. And I think that founding a business at this stage in my life where I have the maturity to have tough conversations gently, to not walk away from tough conversations when we disagree, we really love each other and respect each other enough to talk it through. And that's everything. Yeah, it is everything. It is everything in every partnership, just being authentic and candid and brave. So let's talk about advice for entrepreneurs looking to grow a company like yours from the ground up. It took you about two years, right, from concept to recipe development and branding, if I have that straight. Yes. What do you think you could impart in terms of advice to anybody who's looking down that same path? Well, I think that everybody has that idea. I think if you stopped 100 people on the street, everybody can tell you, yes, I had an idea or, you know, whether it's for a business or a book or, you know, just something, something to produce. Everybody has an idea. And I think that the biggest difference between entrepreneurs and the rest of us are that zero to one, just taking that very first step. And I think that it's easier than ever to test your idea. So talk about your idea, ask people about your idea, Ask strangers about your idea. This is all informal, what you're explaining. It doesn't have to be focus groups. Exactly. It doesn't need to be formal. You don't need to perfect a product that you need to sell. I think you just need the confidence to know that your idea fills a space in the market, that it solves a problem. And then the minute that you're starting to hear that, find the easiest way to to germinate something tangible, Mm -hmm. test that, bring that to life, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I think that leads also into the part of the show where, where we try to give people takeaways like the bucket list careers listeners who are searching for this professional purpose, if you will, that you have achieved. And if you have one big theme or just a couple of nuggets of wisdom based on your story that people can apply, what would you say? I would say start small, mm-hmm. dream big, dream really big, but start small. If I could go back, I think I would start a little bit smaller instead of trying to scale a big business. How did you start in terms of when it comes to being small or medium? Did you just call a couple places near you to carry the product? Are you doing everything online and everything is just being shipped? Yes. We've got a national, we're shipping, we're on Amazon, and all of that was built with purpose and for scale. But I think one of the hardest parts of the early stage entrepreneurship is You're constantly questioning whether you have a viable business Mm -hmm. and you just want, if you get a hundred proof points that say yes, and two proof points that say maybe not, those are the ones that just sort of linger with you. Totally. So I would say build success in your own backyard as much as you can before you move on and before you scale. I think that that would have helped us because clarity is everything. Clarity and confidence is everything. And had we had more proof points in our own backyard earlier, We might have avoided some hesitation to lean in earlier, if that makes sense. So build a a success story in your own backyard, get a lot of proof points, and then be confident, don't hesitate, and then go for it. Very important advice. And I think what you've also told me before we wrap up the show is how important it is that you're doing something you believe in for something more than yourself the greater good, and how that sustains you in more ways than just making money. So speak to that a little bit before we go. Yeah, you know, when I think about 
On the days where things don't go well and I think, oh goodness, are we going to be around in five, 10 years? It really isn't the idea of a payout, of a paycheck, of a big paycheck at the end of this. What strikes me when I am most reflective is I want my children to see how hard I'm working. Mm -hmm. I want my children to see the persistence that I get back up and I keep going. My dream would be to build something that is a legacy that I can say I created that wherever it goes and whether I'm involved or not down the road, but that, you know, we solved a problem and we built something that lasts. And I think that's what most of us want on our time on earth is to make a difference. Oh, without a doubt. I think that's what entrepreneurs mostly want when I reflect on what fires me up about continuing to persist through this. Oh, I love your story so much. Tell me where we can send people. Is it everripe.com? Is it that easy? It is. And thank you for that. That's very generous. So it's E-V-E-R with one R, E-V-E-R-I-P-E.com. Do you have a subscription as well as just buying a la carte? You can buy a la carte if you want to just give us a try. If you love us and you want to keep it coming, you can subscribe monthly, every few months, every few weeks. We've got lots and lots of options. And how many actual different packets do you offer? Because I've seen a lot of products out there that just had this one primary type. And I think, well, that doesn't give you the variety. Right. So how many do you offer? Right now we've got five with one more in development. So we've got a Coco Mojo, which is a perfect afternoon or dessert. It's a dark chocolate, mm. rich and creamy. We've got a strawberry bonanza that the kids love. And then we've got more of a tart berry, which is a triple berry. We have a pina colossal, which tastes like a pina colada. It tastes like vacation. It's got coconut, papaya. And then we have one of my favorites. It's called Tropical Zing, and it's got tropical fruits, but it's also got ginger and turmeric, bee pollen. So that one's really great. Anytime I'm feeling under the weather, starting to feel a cold come on, that's the one I go for. Totally. And you could throw a shot of protein in and Absolutely. that's no problem at all. Yeah. We have hemp seeds and flax. And so there's seven, eight grams of protein, but you okay. can boost that for sure. Okay. You can tell I'm getting kind of excited about this. I need to go to, go to your website right when we finish. <laughs> Carrie Roberts of Everripe, <laughs> thanks so much for being on Bucket List Careers. It was totally fun to have you. And I think you have a great product behind you. Oh, thank you. Such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Well, if you're interested in trying out an EverRipe product, we actually have a coupon code, thanks to Carrie, that'll get you 15% off your first order. It's Bucket15. I actually just placed mine, so I'm kind of excited about it. Thanks, as always, for your time here on the podcast. I will have a new episode for you next Wednesday. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.